Tonight, we press play on the last seven days and unpack the week from the cheap seats with your hosts, Melanie Bracewell and Tim McDonald. We dive into the deep end of the week's events with some very special guests. Of course, Mel Tassin is here for all the latest showbiz news. Plus, comedian Lizzie Hu will be joining us to talk sports. Lizzie Hu! <laughs> and very special guest, gardening guru Costa Giordiani is here. He's back after being detained in North Korea for two months. Yes, Tim McDonald is here. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Yes, thank you, Mel. Thanks, everyone. A big thank you to the fantastic Emma Holland for filling in yes. for me. It's very, a wonderful job. I, I, I have spent two weeks in a dark, cramped North Korean jail. So being here tonight, sitting next to you, I can honestly say, take me back. Yes. Take me back. Take him back. No. Well, it's been... I have been out of the loop for a little while. I've been away for two weeks. Can I just check a couple of news things? Because I haven't seen any news for the last two weeks. Okay. Dan Andrews is still the Premier of Victoria, isn't he? He's still... (laughs) The Wallabies are still red-hot favourites for the World Cup. Please tell me Hugh Jackman and Deborah Lee Furness are still madly in love. I've been out of the loop. No, I don't really pay attention either, so I have no idea. So what's happening? It's been a big week in Australia's history. This is a defining moment in our history. Yes, Mm. absolutely. And, of course, the voting is well underway. Well, votes have been cast as part of the Cox River Road upgrade. The community (laughs) had the chance to vote on whether the retaining wall facade should be in light or dark panels. There are fears that the retaining wall will cause literal division. Yes. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And a reminder, join Sandra Sully and Hugh Remington for a 10 News First special. Cox's River Road upgrade, retaining wall facade, Australia decides. Amazing. Oh, and after Ice Age continental drift. Yes. That's amazing. Good. Of course, we are talking about the voice referendum this Saturday. And the early votes are in. Yes. You voted yes? Absolutely. No. Uh, maybe. <laughs> With just days left to go, every moment counts. Yes. So naturally, the Prime Minister is out and about. This is a setup. I hope they were playing one hand seven bounce. Yes. <laughs> Was that Albo or Mitch Marsh? It's hard, yeah. hard to tell. Well, Albo is out campaigning. The Prime Minister's shaking, smiling, patting. And cuddling. Cranky buddy, yes. <laughs> you know, after seeing him drop the catch, I wouldn't be handing him your no, baby. No, I'd be worried. Uh... I'd be worried. Well, the PM has voted early. He might be the Prime Minister, but in this room, in this moment, he's just another voter. So what was your service? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> It's Dutton. It's Dutton. Put me down, yes. Dutton. <laughs> to make matters worse, that's actually the Qantas Chairman's Lounge, oh, so it's wow. a double insult. <laughs> really so voters are lining up across Australia and around the world. Yes, Aussies in London are voting at a site of enormous cultural significance. Australia House, a grand ballot box in London, made famous as the Gringotts Wizarding <laughs> Bank in Harry Potter. Perfect. <laughs> you just put a hat on your head and it shouts your vote out. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> so they're voting on a voice to Parliament and a parcel tongue to Parliament as well. Wow. <laughs> I need another two weeks off. So, with uh, early voting well underway and the main vote just days away, what are the polls saying? The Adelaide Advertiser tabloid newspaper conducting an exit poll. <laughs> On the bikini battle. Yes. Uh, looks like light grows one again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
much is being said about The Voice, let's get a diverse range of views from Sky News. Christian McSweeney, Managing Director of PR Council, joining us from Perth. And Lisa Goddard, Adoni Media, joining us in Brisbane. Thanks both for joining the panel again. Yeah, yeah. The, Forget the bikini battle. It's the blazer battle. Yes. yes. A voice to Portland's. Uh, <laughs> well, to see where things stand with the voice, Channel 7 has brought out the big guns. The new live poll will give Australia's judgment. Getting you much needed answers. The Seven Pulse. The Seven Pulse. Seven pulse. This is exciting. If your pulse is seven, please go to a doctor. <laughs> work. Now each of these undecided voters in their hands here has a device which they will control throughout the night. Mm, what's the device? Live grenade. No, wrong, wrong channel 7 show, wrong show, sorry. Oh, this is the device. If they agree or like something that is being said they will turn the dial on the device one way, if they disagree they will turn it the other, sharing their instant reactions. It is interesting because it is very similar to something that we've been developing here, the Cheap Seats Pulse. Oh, we're having a live look. This is interesting. So right th now. This is how the audience is thinking about the show. They're enjoying it so far, yes, which is exciting. I think, I think people are excited to know that Across the Ditch is coming back. Oh, oh there we go. Bit of a spike. But and how good is it to have Tim well, back, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, sure, <laughs> I don't think that's quite right. I think we're having a couple of teething problems with the, with the pulse. We might come back to the cheap seats pulse. That was me. No, uh, no give me that. Give me that. that. That's enough of the pulse. Let's move on now. Brace yourself for Yes, the Bathurst 1000, Australia's greatest motor race. And food festival. The food trucks. The barbecues. With just a little bit of mushroom sauce. Outstanding and the hot donuts. The ice cream fruit salad. The nachos, burrito bowls. Broccolini and some chicken. It's coffee o'clock. And they've got the pizza ovens. From the Pizza Hut track map. The new McCrispy. Yeah, the new McCrispy burger is the next big thing at Macca's. <laughs> <laughs> Do they ever talk about cars? <laughs> A lot of preparation goes in. What's cooking, Chef? Uh, bacon and egg sandwich for breakfast this morning. Breakfast of champions. What's for lunch? Um, we don't know. <laughs> Take one meal at a time. I reckon 12 bourbons. Yes. <laughs> Look, Bathurst is such a major event and it's such a spiritual event. For so many of us, motor racing is like a religion. And this mountain, it's our church. Mm. It's where Jesus famously gave the Sermon on the Mount panorama. It was a wonderful... Yes, yes, turn diesel into wine. Yes. <laughs> Beautiful. And you get McCrispy communion. It's a lovely, it's a lovely touch. Well, Bathurst, it is a very religious event. Here they are selecting a new Pope, which is the lovely, <laughs> lovely touch. Pope Lounsey II. Uh, um, the fans flock to Mount Panorama. They do. 200,000 of them coming to check out the Gen 3 cars and live up to expectations. <laughs> Very religious. That's a baptism. Um, <laughs> it's exciting. Can I just see that again? Sorry. Yes. That does remind me. I do need to call Mum that I'm yes, home. Okay. <laughs> I will do that. Look, the Bathurst is exciting. It's action-packed. But the overall sense on the mountain is one of fun, and you just never know what's coming around the corner. Ah, uh, just party on, mate, and just get on on the mountain and enjoy yourself. Vince <laughs> Hamilly for ten news first. That's where you were. That's amazing. According to Husey, that's Shakira. <laughs> the conditions were perfect and great to see so many campers. Set up camp and just enjoy it. It's a great way to spend your Bathurst 1000. Straight after the McCrispy. It's a good message. Noticeably, motor fans refusing to change to electric. Classic. <laughs> so many. 
up to the mountain, but there was only one legend Sunrise wanted to speak to. Every year, the same blokes. Kerry runs the camp. We've got the fire burning. Where's Kerry? Kerry, come on out here, mate. I'm going to start talking to you. What's your name? Uh, Ken. Close enough. <laughs> Kerry was brushing his teeth. Oh, really? Yeah. Is that right? But on race day, look, there's no time to play around. You've got one day to do it, and today is the day. It's not a game. Today's it's not game. a game, Mark. It's not a game. <laughs> it's like a, a giant game of Tetris. <laughs> it's, not it's not a game. game. <laughs> not a game. But it is all about the drivers, and everyone wants to know one thing. Jack Perkins, you are without doubt the busiest man at the mountain this weekend. Just detail how many hats you're wearing. Yeah, just one at the moment, but that uh, <laughs> might change. <laughs> so who was the hot favourite? Who wins it today? Uh, mate, it's probably going to be a car. <laughs> Great analysis. And just detail, how many beanies are you wearing for us? <laughs> Look, I was watching Bathurst all day on 7. They do a great job, Mel, but so many ads. So many ads that just go on and on and on. Broke my windscreen, broke my windscreen. Was me, what can I do? Simply phone us, instant windscreens. And we'll fix it just on you. That ad is the worst. <laughs> don't, don't encourage them. Don't encourage them. Don't encourage I'm them. I'm trying to shazam it. What is that? That is instant windscreens. <laughs> it is so long. And I reckon it's deliberately wasting time. What's Tell us. Tell us. Oh, Just tell us the number. Yeah. It's instant windscreens. That took ages and you haven't told us anything. What's the number? What's the number? <laughs> instant windscreens. No, don't. don't. Look, but at the end of the day, it is all about the winners. And a couple of Kiwis, Shane Van Gisbergen and Richie Stanaway, took home the win. Shane actually drove a great final stint. Man and machine in perfect harmony. Shane Van Gisbergen is well done, Shane. We're going to take a break. Back with more of the team right after this. been a big week in the world. Let's start in Europe. Bed bug infestation in Paris. A plague of bed bugs. Plague of bed bugs. Bed bug apocalypse. A bed bug apocalypse. Yes, I said those words correctly. Bed bug apocalypse. Yes. Yeah, bed bug acropolis. <laughs> Look, it's been a big week in Europe. Let's head to Rome. It has been called the Super Bowl of the Catholic Church. Bishops from around the world are gathering in Rome. It's the New Orleans Saints versus the Arizona Cardinals. So it's a great, great game. That is amazing. Look, it is, this is a major meeting of church leaders. It's actually the first time it's happened in four years. Pope Francis opened the summit saying... No, non siamo qui per fare Motor racing is like a religion. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's a beautiful. Lots on the official agenda. Pope Francis calling a synod or assembly to tackle hot-button controversies like celibacy, female clergy, whether priests should marry... and Whether the retaining wall facade should be in light or dark panels... Big issues. Big issues. Not sure how they voted on priests marrying, but stay tuned for Cardinal Wants a Wife coming soon. <laughs> Moving on now. It's first win in Formula One for Oscar Piastri and Max Verstappen, a three-time champion of the world. Yes, over the weekend, Max Verstappen won his third F1 title, but big congratulations to Aussie Oscar Piastri. He won the sprint race in Qatar. It was on at about four in the morning. His mum, Nicole, was watching back home in Australia and tweeted this. 
just cancelled my 7am Pilates <laughs> class. Isn't that fantastic? Then when he won, she just tweeted... Two okay. empty bottles of mum champagne. Amazing. <laughs> Actually reminds me of what my mum tweeted after we won the Logie. Uh, oh, yeah. wow. <laughs> wow, that's beautiful. Yeah. There we go. Give her a follow at, at boozehound65. It's uh, well worth it. Let's move on and look, the cost of living crisis, it continues. People are still feeling the pinch at supermarkets. With grocery prices soaring across the country, shoppers are now boldly cheating at the checkout. Yeah, weekly, I reckon. I just put the, uh, the onions in at the cost of avocado, so all good. <laughs> There's a lot yeah. to unpack there. You're putting onions through at the cost of avocados. <laughs> Take that, Collins. Yeah. He also put cherry tomatoes in under the price of beluga caviar. Wow. So it's a good system. <laughs> Everyone's focused on the supermarket worker strike. Everyone except this cameraman. Union membership is tiny, around a thousand staff between What's them. What's that in the background? And Woolworths. No, keep it on the reporter. That's a lot of silver <laughs> your cameraman's Popeye. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Look, there are still plenty of ways in this cost of living crisis to save money. Plenty of bargains to be had. Children's books, just one dollar. And for the first time ever, there are DVDs available too, like The Godfather. Talk about an offer I couldn't refuse. <laughs> Many are blaming inflation for the cost of living. So let's take a look at the latest numbers. That said, inflation pressures are continuing, <laughs> including, tragically, hot chockies. <laughs> Alan Kohler, it's finance. Yeah. You meant to look at the Nasdaq, not Nesquik. What are you doing? Getting, what are you doing? I'm putting my hot chocolate through as avocados. Oh, are you really? That's, that's a smart tip. People are looking to the older generation for advice. Sharing their secrets to a long-lasting life. A happy family. Hard work and good eating. Sex, food and drink. <laughs> that is great advice. That is great advice. Talk about an offer I couldn't refuse. <laughs> <laughs> for this person. A retired Dalesford woman has taken home the entire $60 million Powerball jackpot. She has spent it all on sex, food and drink. Alright, <laughs> <laughs> this is a big story. Locals in Dalesford had two very different responses. I wasn't surprised when it said that she was going to give it away because that's what this place is about. I married the wrong woman. Ah! <laughs> we'll have to track her down. <laughs> I think he's joking. Yeah, still, people are getting out and about. Well, fancy a feast with a side of fear. This is an interesting story. It's a restaurant in Queensland on the side of Brisbane Powerhouse. Yes, you get strapped in and... Once you're in, you're there for all three courses with no toilet breaks, but you do have the best view in the city. Yes. <laughs> I wouldn't order the curry. I'm just saying. <laughs> just saying. Channel 7, 9 and 10 all sent reporters to cover the restaurant. And we couldn't choose our favourite. So it's time now for... <laughs> Reporters going above and beyond for the story. And this week the honour goes to Ned Balm, Tim Collitz and Claire Todd Hunter, who were all very brave. Let's face it, no one wants a really great night out to end. There is the option to use this drop line to get back to the ground. All it needs is a little push. Ooh. Ah! <laughs> Let's go. Are you ready? No! Oh my god! Ah! <laughs> Well done. Congratulations, Ned, Tim and Claire. You're all out. Our... 
it's time to take a trip. Can we just check the cheap seats pulse? Yeah, low. It's low. What? What? Oh, give it. Yeah. Fine. He's short. Do your little. Do your little segment. I'll do my little segment. Look, it's election week. So let's take a look at the latest from the campaign trail. Vandals in central Wellington replaced national candidate Scott Sharon with Ed Sharon. Can we have a look at that again? I was more interested in party vote anal. Um... So that's a, he's a candidate, his post has been defaced. Yes, party vote, and there is a hole in their budget, so just be careful. <laughs> that's national candidate Scott Sharon, and he's been taking it up a notch. So voting's opened in Wellington Central? And the National Party's on fire. Wash. <laughs> do you vote for him or report him? What do you do? After seeing that clip, uh, ScoMo's booked a trip to Hawaii. Oh, has he really? Look, we can't go past the master of TikTok campaign videos, Shane Jones. Yes. You might remember him from musical masterpieces like this. I'm back and making Northland great <laughs> again. Everybody, Shane Jones, believing, taking final to the sea. He is our favourite. That may shock you, that is not the original. <laughs> he's our favourite New Zealand candidate. But he's back. Go, 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 it's my party. We're gonna party like it, it's my party. New Zealand first, yo, it's my party. We would really like your vote, because it's my party. <laughs> Just to repeat those lyrics, Shane Jones, it's my party. We're going to party like it's my party. He's got my vote. Yes. Um, he's New Zealand 50 Cent or $1 AUD. Oh, really? Yeah. There you go. And that was... We're going to take a break. Back with more cheap seats. Welcome back to the cheap seats. And it's time for our very special guest. Costa Georgiatis. Costa Georgiatis. Costa Georgiatis. This is Costa's Holbein. How good are sticks? They smell amazing. Look at me. A real garden wizard. What are you waiting for? Let's get adventuring. Please, please welcome TV host, garden guru, friend of the show, and everyone's favourite gardeners, Costa Georgiatis. <laughs> How good are sticks? Oh, How good are sticks? <laughs> You, you don't miss a trick. <laughs> really. Costa, it is lovely to see you. Thank you so much for coming on. Oh. So much to chat to you about. Before we get stuck in, last time I saw you, we were on the Logies red carpet. There we are there. Oh, yes. And the night was so long, I ended up with a beard like that. That was, <laughs> it, was a, it was a long night, Costa. It, it certainly was. And, I mean, what a treat that you guys went home with the Logie. And, Mel, I realise you weren't there, so have you got a pair of scissors? Uh, here's what? one I prepared earlier. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, Mel, I've kept this until I saw you. Oh my god! Oh my it's, god! Oh my god! It's the Logies after party oh. wristband. <laughs> it's been months. <laughs> we hadn't even booked you for the show. 
That's yeah. all. I was holding it for you. <laughs> I knew because you've also you're... got a wristband from the Live Aid concert. Yeah. <laughs> Is that Expo '88? Monster, what are you doing? You've got to take these off. Yeah, I'm just a bit. I get around to it. It's housekeeping. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I, I sometimes struggle. So I, I mean. Here, we, we're going to take oh, this off. Wow. And, um, and how much fertiliser is that drenched with? <laughs> oh, look. You'll be able to start a we new planet with there that. There it is. Oh, there it is. You were at the after party, Mel. <laughs> I mean, Tim hasn't given me the low yet. If you could use those scissors on that as well. No, is that no, gonna no, be no, it is there. chained to me. <laughs> You are fantastic. Everyone knows and loves your work on Gardening Australia, but excitingly, you've been working on something new. Gardening Australia Junior, this is exciting. It's, it's for kids. It's on ABC Kids. Tell us about the show. I'm so ecstatic that Gardening Australia, after 32 years, has given birth to a child. Gardening Australia Junior. Well, gardening takes a long time, as you well know. <laughs> you planted the show in 99. But... Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. And... It's wonderful that, that the show's moving and, and taking that, that next step to, to really bring families and children in. And that, and that was the goal, to, to connect children and to give kids the hosting role. Yeah. Because kids can't be what they can't see. Yeah. So what was it like making a show specifically for kids? Because you've done Gardening Australia for a long time, you've done lots yeah. of shows. Which is notoriously an adults-only kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> Fertilising, you're planting seeds. It's a bit hot in that compost bin. After dark. Um, look, look. Um, I, I think I think the best the best part about it is that you know kids are really. Oh, sorry. Hang on. Give me a sec. That's right. You take your time to think about what the best part of the show is. Look at you guys, you crack me up. <laughs> Why don't we give you some thinking time, Costa? Because Gardening Australia Junior, it's a great new series. As you said, it's all about bringing kids together. Doesn't matter where the kids come from. If you've got kids, grandkids, or borrow your neighbour's kids. <laughs> Can you really? <laughs> Just find some kids. Oh, oh, you've made me. You've thrown me. OK, I'll read They're showing you clips of you. How could we... You were there. You mean possibly... <laughs> confused. I, I did not see that coming. You see that? <laughs> That's true. So... <laughs> Question. The question was... Um, the question was, what's it like working with kids and making a show specifically for kids? Look, we had a lot of fun. And, I mean, Tammy and Clarence and Hannah, they, they had a ball. And I think what the best part about it was seeing them gain confidence and spontaneity as and they went away from like learning lines and reading, you know, sort of, oh, I have to say something like this. And as they became more spontaneous then the fun yeah. and you see the, the energy really lift and, and bowl along. So that was the best part. We've watched a couple of episodes. The kids are fantastic. Not only are they energetic, but they're also packed full of questions. And for Violet, red cabbage. Wait a second. 
Why do they call it red cabbage when it's actually violet? Um, well, oh, because, well, that's all right. It's unlike you to not have an answer. <laughs> By the time you did get an answer, it was guarding Australia senior. Those kids were 90. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. They've moved. They've moved on. They've had kids and they've got grandkids now. And it's look. While the beauty is that kids can contact you with their questions on your hotline. Costa's hotline. I better get that. Hello. This is Costa's hotline. If you grow it, I'll know it. How can I help you? So, so this is great. Kids can ring up with their questions and you will give them an answer. I hope you're not charging 90 cents a minute because yeah. those, those kids... But that's, that's it. Kids can ring up with questions and you answer a lot of questions on the show. Yeah, it's a great opportunity for kids to hear really simple things. Like, And I love the fact that parents are coming up to me and saying... I didn't understand that. Like, one of the questions was, what's the difference between a herb and a spice? Yeah. And the parents were like, what? That, that's really basic. But yeah. those sorts of things, well, a herb is usually from the leaf, whereas a spice is from the root or the seeds or the bark even. Yeah. yeah. That is great. You are a very busy man, so we really appreciate your time. Today you've actually launched a, a new initiative. It's called Water Night. Yeah. Tell us a bit about that. We take water for granted in a continent that is the driest continent on Earth, yeah. we just kind of don't realise we live in a circular world. Everything's circular. Can I get we, we... One of these, <laughs> <laughs> Go on, Costa, we, we take water for granted. <laughs> we take it for granted. We turn a tap, we expect it to come on, and we're about to head into another dry period. It's it, all, the, all the writing's on the wall. And... This started four years ago and the idea is you have to not use your tap between 5 and 10pm as a way of just building that relationship and that awareness. How often do I use it? So you, you can fill up some buckets, you can still still have water, you don't have to die uh, in that five <laughs> hours. Um, <laughs> what an initiative! <laughs> <laughs> but, it, but it's really... It's really it's a simple thing. Much like Earth Hour, everyone embrace that, turn the lights off for an hour. Well, this is just think about water and build water literacy and start to understand that we can, when, when we all make little savings, it's massive. Costa, you do so much amazing work with kids, with... Um, <laughs> with... <laughs> Talking is hard. <laughs> Don't waste water, all right? <laughs> Costa, we absolutely love having you on the show. You do amazing work out there in the community. We, the whole world is very lucky to have you, so passionate about what you do. You can see Costa in action on Gardening Australia on the ABC and Gardening Australia Junior on ABC Kids Friday nights. Both shows are also available on iView. Would you please thank Costa Giorgianis! <laughs> Would you please welcome our very own cultural correspondent from Nova FM? It's Mel Dracena. Hello. Lovely to see you, Mel. Welcome back, Tim. Great. Two weeks off. How was the No Campaign Trail? Was it good? Oh. <laughs>
Was it two weeks or two centuries? Because judging by those shoulder pads, it's the 1800s. <laughs> <laughs> missed you, buddy. <laughs> I missed I you, missed you Prana. Prana. I'll try to ease the tension. Um, <laughs> instant windscreen. No, no, no. no, no, no. <laughs> Always great to see you, Mel, because you've been watching everything this week. Where everything, do we start? Everything, and there is so much. The Amazing Race Celebrity Edition has hit our screens. This season sees 22 personalities trade their glamorous lives as C-grade celebrities for the chance to sweat <laughs> on national TV. And this year, the celebrities are even known internationally. They're on their way. Have you heard of Darren McMullen? Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> Like the one guy that watched the real love boat. So yes. Uh, host Bo Ryan is back, but something tells me his next TV appearance will be on border security. Do you reckon anyone will care if I take one of these little squirrel things home for my kids? <laughs> mm, beautiful. I reckon Barnaby Joyce will care, but that's cool. Yeah. He's now got the amazing rabies, so it's <laughs> good news for Bo. Uh, and this is the stuff we've missed for the last two weeks, am I right, guys? Just comedy gold. <laughs> I detect a little bit of sarcasm. Well, that's what I was giving, so I'm glad. Can we get the cheap seats pulsar? Because there's a bit of sarcasm in there. Uh, sadly, comedian Dane Simpson and his dad were the first to be eliminated. News that devastated them. You are the last team to check in. Yeah. And unfortunately, you are eliminated. Time on the race is over. <sighs> Good. <laughs> Good, because he didn't know who Darren McMullen was. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, SAS Australia has made a return to our screens last night and among the new recruits is none other than Cocaine Cassie. But there's more to her story than you may know. I've been labelled as an international drug mule and it is true. <laughs> Glad we cleared that the, one up. The, the nickname does give it away. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, nice to have you on, Meth Mel. <laughs> <laughs> She, she, that's mathematics in New Zealand. It's, yeah. no, it's not offensive. It's not offensive. Uh, the recruits are a diverse mix of dark histories and fallen TV personalities, which makes it hard to determine who is who. We haven't met properly. Craig. I'm Matthew, nice to meet you. I'm just trying to place where I know you're from. Is it play school? Play school? I haven't had that one before. No. Definitely no. not play school. I'm um, Thai Cave Rescue. Uh, yeah. Slightly different. Slightly different. Easy mistake. Uh, now, Twins Rider and Prava were crowned winners of My Kitchen Rules, and I think it came down to the exclusive cuts of meats they used. And I've been working on this, perfecting my flavours. This is a really close family recipe, so I just want to make sure I do it justice today. It's like we're opening our hearts and our doors yeah. to everyone to say that this this is our grandpa in this dish. To <laughs> 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 so the masked singer now, and we know Husey always thinks he knows the singer, but sometimes he thinks he knows the lyrics. The alphabet. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's the alphabet. Thankfully, Orca sung a song we all know and love. <laughs> I hope they do instant TV screens because I'm about to smash right through it. <laughs> 
Uh, now, one of my favourite shows has returned for a new season, the ABC's Old People's Home for Teenagers. Well, this calls it the, the <laughs> AB, ABFG. <laughs> it's a social experiment where teenagers spend time with the elderly for their mutual wellbeing. So how are some of the teenagers feeling? Are you nervous? I'm excited. I love old people. And they're just so cute. Like babies, but old. Uh, it's a great concept because something tells me she hasn't met an old person before. It's been like two seconds I've seen it. What do you hear the inspector say? Oh, I saw an old person. <laughs> Make sure you keep your limbs in the bus at all times. He was 38. <laughs> now, over the weekend, I watched Netflix's four-part David Beckham documentary. This is a big show. It's a big show. Yeah. And am I your cultural correspondent or your sport correspondent? <laughs> You decide. Now, David was one of the first football players to capitalise on his image with modelling and fashion deals, likening him to a rock star. It was nice. One of my friends turned around to me the other day and said, uh, you've got all this, but it's not changed you. It definitely didn't change me. Well, it changed. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> and now that Beckham has retired, he does lots of things around the home, like beekeeping. Here it comes. I see it dripping. What's the name of your honey again? There's a bit of an argument in the house at the moment. I think it should be golden bees. Victoria likes DB sticky stuff. <laughs> Your sticky stuff's coming out yellow. I'd go see a doctor. <laughs> and we also got an insight into Victoria's humble beginnings. I mean, I think also we both come from families that work really hard. Both of our parents work really hard. We're very working working class. Be honest. I, I am being Be honest. honest. I am being what honest. What did your dra dad drive you to school in? So my dad... Did, no, one answer. My dad... What well, car was it? Uh, it's not a simple answer what because... What car did you get your dad to drive It depends. No, 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 no. OK, what in the car? 80s, what? my dad had a Rolls Royce. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yeah. She's, she's famously known as working class spice. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> ring to it. Adversity spice. <laughs> Below the poverty line spice. <laughs> and that's my week in Arts and Entertainment. So would you please thank Mel Tresina. Time to do all things sport. Would you please welcome to the desk writer, comedian, super sports fan, it's Lizzie Hu. Lizzie, love to have you on the show. Thank you for having me. It is Lizzie Hu, and I'm here to talk about sports. You know, I know I look like more of a wind instrument <laughs> sort of person, but I do love ball sports. We do know you're a big rugby fan. Yes, I am. I used to play. For how long? Uh, just, just one year. Okay, great. Um, mm. But it was 1991. Girls really didn't play. Oh, there we go there. Oh, there she is. Look how cute. They used to call me the Axe. That was my nickname. Why, yeah. why did they call you the Axe? Hard tackles, Jim. Oh. Hard tackles. Because, because they... Your favourite body spray. Yeah. Because <laughs> in the first few years of our show, we were nicknamed the Axe, but for different oh, reasons. Really? Um, <laughs> different reasons. Let's do the Rugby World Cup. Yeah, let's start with the Rugby World Cup. The Wallabies are officially out, with Fiji only losing by one point to Portugal. Uh, the Wallabies had to train for a week 
for nothing. Um, and they'll now fly home to Australia and Eddie Jones was last seen boarding a flight to Japan. Oh, really? <laughs> yes, but we do have a little treat for Aussie fans who love nothing more than seeing England teams do stupid yes. things. He's, so he's, he's taking the shot? Yeah, he's got a minute to take this shot and he's just taking it a little bit too Counting long. Down. You can see the counter, nine, eight. Seven. Oh. He's still not moving. He's still not doing anything. You know. Watching Costa answer a question. Yeah. <laughs> he's out of time. What? Yeah, he's out of time. He ran out of time. He went longer than a minute, which for rugby players is a world record. I think. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but rugby. No, nothing to be ashamed about. Nothing to be ashamed about. <laughs> Up to the Cricket World Cup, and we got a lot of action in the opening rounds. Oh, no, he's done something wrong. Oh, he's forgotten his box. Any given time of the day, that should be the first uh, thing that you put in your package. <laughs> what a great friend, though, bringing, like bringing the 12th man to having to bring it. out. Yeah. Say it's the first thing you put in your package. What else are you putting in there? <laughs> <laughs> Sandpaper, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> oh, maybe. Oh, jeez. Oh, wow. David Warner, you perfect change nothing. It's <laughs> <laughs> all happening. Uh, big news out of the FIFA headquarters, though, yes. this week on the 2030 World Cup, and the team at Sunrise are obviously all over it. Next World Cup 2026 goes across the American nation, so yeah. you go Canada, USA, Mexico. 2030 goes truly global, mm. spread right around. So okay. massive, massive move. It's going to be huge. Mm. North, south, all over. Mm. East, west. Yeah. <laughs> wow, east, west. That just means FIFA's accepting bribes from six nations it's now, great. not it's just. Great. It is great. Uh, it is great. Yeah, yeah, it's good for the game. <laughs> <laughs> Love to see it. Uh, it was a big weekend in the English Premier League where Ange Postacoglu's Hotspur sit on top of the table, but it was this cutie pie that stole the show at the Tottenham vs Luton game. Here, not as it excites you as a player, but you've got to just make sure it doesn't that filter into being a little bit overawed. Dogs are even allowed here, unbelievable. <laughs> so cute. Dogs are even allowed on the pitch too. They're oh, called really? refs. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow. We finally got the crowd on board. Like, yeah, we did. Shots fired. Wow. Mm, <laughs> uh, it's almost racing season and the horses have started to arrive here in Australia, but not all of them are happy about it. The gelding didn't like the local feed at Werribee, prompting special clearance from customs for his regular food to be brought in. Yeah, I saw this, this story. So, so it's, it's his muesli. He had to fly in the horse's muesli. <laughs> Because it's a very picky horse. It's a very picky horse. This horse is based in Hong Kong. Yeah. I think this speaks to Ed. Any ethnic kid who goes to their white friend's house for the first time for dinner. Yes. <laughs> just get some salt, guys. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> the rumour mill went into overdrive this week. It's our friend Ash. Ash Barty. Oh, Ash Barty's back. <laughs> I don't know who these two will... 
coaches are. But... She actually retired halfway yeah. through that hit. Um, yeah. With, uh... <laughs> yeah. She's only 27, Ash, and she's just had a baby. I think she's going to come back. That is my, oh, my yeah. prediction. Wow. Uh, just like American champion gymnast Simone Biles. She came out of retirement recently and ready to tumble. She's 26, which is a similar age, uh, but that's 75 in gymnast years. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she came back to win the Worlds. Wow. How good is that? She even tripped. That's how good she is, and she still won. She's amazing. Uh, but I'm also thinking of coming out of gymnastics retirement. Really? Yeah. At age 40. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there she is. Oh, what a round. Oh. Another slight trip. Bit of a trip, but I can still win. You can still yeah. do it. On that note, we've got to take a break. Would you please thank Lizzie Hu? It's been such a busy show. So much happened this week, and we've got. Uh, is that. Sorry, mine? That's not mine. No, it's not it's mine. mine. That's not mine. Costa's left his phone here. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Tim speaking. I want to know what's the difference between a herb and a spice? <laughs> I reckon Google it. Um, <laughs> thanks for calling. Um, that was. That was worth it. Can we just get a check on the uh, cheap seats? No, I don't think we need to see that. So they're loving it, they're loving it. Oh, no. Oh, no. Let's quickly move I need on to, I, need to, I need to call my lawyers. <laughs> let's move on now and let's get a check of the weather. I'll call you back. We can show you tonight a spectacular phenomenon in the skies above Queensland's far north. Tony Auden explains the unique cloud formation known as Morning Glory. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect weather to pitch a tent. Anyway, <laughs> let's not be immature about it. Yes, Max, the Morning Glory is a phenomenon that draws dozens of gliders to the Gulf of Carpentaria for the ride of a lifetime. I think we'll cut that there. I do think we'll move on. Take me out to breakfast first. <laughs> Well, weather reporters really do go outside their comfort zone. Time for more on the weather now with Casey, who joins us again from her own backyard in the hills. And Casey, it's been a cold and wet day there. Yes, Rosanna, the heaviest fall of rain around the state today was seen right here in the... On my deck. Yeah. What are you doing, Casey? Why is Casey at home? Much, much better weather in my living room. Yes. Um, can we hear more? So at our home here in Crafers West, we've been busy clearing excess vegetation, testing our fire pump and ensuring our gutters are free of debris. That's not a weather report, that's a to-do list. What are you doing, Casey? <laughs> You've got to go to the forecast, so let's check in with that forecast. It's 22 degrees in Casey's backyard, 19 in her garage and kitchen. Casey's sunroom recorded the house's hottest temperature, 25 degrees. Let's move on now and check in on one of our favourite weather reporters, Paul Burt from Channel 7. These are the, the possible queens. Come on through. What's your name? Real quick, let's walk through. What's your name? I'm Rahili Bricardo and I'm 21 years old. All right, Ricky, you come over here. There we go. You could be queen this afternoon. Your name, please? Uh, my name's Tess Wilson. I'm 18 years old. Tess, come on over. Well done. And what's your name? My name's Faith Williamson. I'm 22 years old. There you go. OK. I don't know why we're getting your ages, but that's OK. <laughs> my name's Julia Thompson and I'm 18 years old. OK. Well, that's not that bad. So we're getting highs of 23 and lows of 18. <laughs> this is the official forecast. We love you, Bertie. Great job. Let's, let's move on. And there are some strong weather warnings this week. 
Though we're not quite sure about 10 News Adelaide's choice of footage. The Bureau of Meteorology has also released its long-range forecast for Australia's peak season for severe weather, an increased bushfire risk for most of eastern and southern Australia. That's thanks to reduced rainfall, high fuel load and above-average temperatures. Yeah! <laughs> Seriously, all that dancing needs is music. Broke my windscreen. Absolutely. My windscreen. That's all the time we have.